You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode 77. Today, we're talking about the addiction to effort and achievement. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in your mind and doing it with me today. If you're brand new, welcome. My name is Shanae. I'm your host. I'm a spiritual mindset and success coach, and my mission is to help you on your journey to your highest self. And as always, if you're a returning listener, I love you. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited for today's episode, and I think I say that every week, Um, but today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, I usually have like really great show notes for every single one, but I'm going to go with the flow today. Uh, to really embody what it means to be in our divine feminine energy. So we're going to talk about the addiction to effort and achievement. And the reason why I'm bringing this episode up is is um, a little bit more as a reflection. Um, I was at a retreat a couple weeks ago, a month ago now in Texas with my mastermind. And I had a really incredible time and I've been integrating and really processing my learning lessons and um, how those learning lessons can support you. And I know you guys are like, just like me and where we're very type A and we're very ambitious and we're very goal driven. And we may have this addiction to effort and really making things hard. Um, And I'd love to just share with you like what I took away from that and how we can embody and a different state of being, a new state of being where we allow things to flow, we allow things to be easy, and we just allow ourselves to be. So it's kind of like very meta. I'm talking about it and I'm doing it in this episode. So no show notes. Let's 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 get into it. So um, first, I just want to tell you about my retreat. So in case you guys didn't know, um, usually this year is the first year I'm not, but I I invest in myself uh, with coaching through masterminds and just one-on-one coaches. So I shouldn't say not yet because I'm probably going to get a coach later in the year. Um, But I am very invested in investing in myself. And the last couple of years, I've had a really incredible coach. Her name is Ruby. You can find her on Instagram at I am Ruby. Um, and every, um, I've done, I've gone to three of her retreats now. She throws like incredible in-person retreats, um, for the mastermind. And what I love about masterminds is that not only do you get the support from a coach, but then you get the support from the people who are in it. So like the collective, the other members of the group. And this last mastermind was one of the most best experiences of my life, not only from like a personal growth perspective, like personal and professional, how I grew internally and externally, but really with the people that I met who were part of my mastermind group. So it's January, 2021. We're in Texas. It's the second retreat. The first one was in August and we have been in this mastermind since January, 2020. So, you know, these people have known me for a full year and um, they've really seen who I am. I've really uh, was able to, or not was able to, how do I put this? I absolutely and certainly took off my mask um, at the mastermind retreats and just with our weekly group calls. 
Um, I really leaned into not performing. I leaned into allowing myself to be seen, allowing myself to be heard and really standing in my own full expression. And with that being vulnerability. So being fully vulnerable with, you know, some of the struggles I was experiencing, some of the common limiting beliefs that I was having on repeat and like a lot of the subconscious beliefs that I really like was having a really hard time shifting. So they know me, they know me a lot. And um, it's really incredible to be surrounded by people who um, not only want to see you for really who you really are, but they want to see themselves. So they're also devoted to the inner work of really being um, their best selves and um, releasing the beliefs that hold them back and being really, truly honest about um, their feelings and stuff. So anyhow, it's January, 2021, we're in Texas. And one of the things that we do at these retreats is we do something called like a love seat and you take, um, I think the, I forgot the timing of it, but basically you have about like 20 minutes to share something that you would love the collectives, um, support and, you know, coaching on. And so I like didn't know what I was going to talk about, but so the way that it goes is you take 20 minutes to share and then 10 minutes of clarifying questions, then 10 minutes of like probing, like coaching questions. And then I think we have like 20 minutes of support and coaching. And so, um, I like really didn't know what I was going to talk about. And like in the past I had like this one topic that I always talked about, but I had really like kind of shifted through it at the last retreat. So I went into it, not really knowing. So of course I was like doing tons of thinking about it. And like the night before I knew like my share day was going to be, I'm like in my journal, like trying to like self-coach myself so that when I come to the love seat, I already have like my solutions in mind. Right. And as I was doing that, it kind of like occurred to me of like, why am I so addicted to making things hard? Yeah. And then why am I so addicted to like always having a solution or like, why do I have to be the one to like, solve all my problems. Like, why do I feel like I have to solve all my problems basically is what it came down to. So that was like a seed that was planted. So here comes the day of my love seat. And I'm like, Oh God, (laughs) I'm a crier. So I'm already crying before I even open my mouth. And, um, there's something about, you know, I think we had five people there just giving their complete and full attention to you. It's like a very, it's a, it's a, it's just an amazing feeling. It's amazing to be in a place like that where like you can truly feel seen and heard. And so, um, I like started talking about my thing and I was like, you know, something that I really would like, um, support with is like my addiction to effort and achievement. And like, we were talking about it and talking about it. And I was just like sharing my story and, you know, one thing leads to another, like, as soon as you open the vulnerability door, like things just spill out. And, um, for me, what I shared, and I'm going to share with you guys here is that, um, one of my core wounds is that I don't matter. And, um, (laughs) already the emotions are flying. So I have this belief that I don't matter. And, And part of it comes from my childhood growing up. I was, uh, suicidal as a child. 
I remembered like, you know, my first um, instance with that being when I was like 10 or 12, um, felt like I didn't matter to my biological mom. I, she left my life when I was about four and I didn't talk to her until I was nine. Um, all these, you know, events that compounded in, in making me feel like I didn't matter. And realizing that because of that core wound, that is why I'm so addicted to achievement because I know what I don't want to feel. I don't want to feel like I don't matter. So I think that in order to feel like I matter, I need to be achieving. I need to be the center of attention. I need to really feel valued um, by other people. And uh, when we like dug even deeper, <laughs> it came to the conclusion of, um, I don't want to feel sadness and because of all the things that have happened in my life, because of all the trauma that I had, like, I don't want to feel sadness. I don't want to go back there. I don't want to relive it. So I make things harder on myself and I'm addicted to achieving because I don't want to feel sadness. And then like in my head, I judge myself instantly, right? Because I'm like, literally, like, this is what I do as a coach is I hold space for my clients to feel all their feelings. Because when you feel, you heal. So what kind of coach am I that I don't want to feel sadness? And like, you know, because that's the judgment that comes up in my head, I like repress and suppress it down even more. So of course, that doesn't help. Um, and that's when it kind of became really clear to me and something that my coach, um, called out while I was on my love seat was like, stop trying to fix all your problems in your head. Just allow yourself to be, allow yourself to feel seen, allow yourself to just be in the sadness. Because when I was thinking about what makes me sad, which for me, a lot of it has to do with like my family, um, my dad specifically, I was like itching to get out of my chair. I was like, don't want to be here. And um, I felt highly uncomfortable being in sadness. And so my sort of like kind of homework then and there was to just be in sadness. And I'm want to circle this around and kind of bring it full circle to you guys. For those of you who also have an addiction to effort, if you feel like you have to constantly be doing in order to be valued or in order to feel seen or accepted, what are you running away from? What is the feeling that you, like with your whole body, don't want to feel that then you just uh, keep yourself busy, you keep yourself achieving, you make things harder on yourself so that you don't have to go back there. So I would love for you to just take a moment to kind of think about that. And what if we allowed ourselves to make things easy? I literally have a post-it note on my computer that says, how can I make this easy? Because I think that when we have this sort of natural type A ambitious personality tendency, we just make things harder on ourselves. You know, we think like, either we think that like our impact isn't big enough, our purpose isn't big enough, what we're trying to do isn't big enough. So we have to work harder to make it better, to make it enough so that we feel like we're enough. Um, we also just are addicted to the effort that it takes. And, and part of it probably is because you didn't get to where you were without working hard. I know for me, for sure, I am the person I am today because of how hard I worked, because of how much extra I had to work to not 
you know, be what would have been if I didn't work hard. So for me, a lot of it was like, I was terrified to get pregnant at 18 and not do anything with my life. And I like, that was like a pain that I was running away from. So if we took some time right now to just acknowledge, like, what are we running away from? And can we be okay with like, just letting that be and acknowledging that and not running away from it anymore? Always sounds easier than it is, right? So bringing it back to the addiction to effort and the addiction to achievement, something else that I learned uh, is that a lot of it goes back to self-trust. And I know we've talked about self-trust a lot on this show, uh, but if we truly trusted not only ourselves, but if we truly trusted a higher power, so whether that be source or God or the universe, whatever you call it, if you, we had a unshakable, undeniable trust and faith that what is happening for us will not pass us, I wonder how much easier our life would be, right? Like how much easier would life be if you stopped trying to control all the outcomes and just trusted that what is for you will not pass you? How much easier would life be if you stopped trying to control all the moving parts of your life and allowed things to flow? How much easier would life be if you trusted that you have your back and that you are going to make every single goal come true? And so you don't have to be like paranoid about it anymore and work so damn hard. And you can take a step back and you can just allow things to flow and to be ease filled because it doesn't feel good to like constantly be trying to achieve more and like forcing and pushing your way through life. It doesn't feel good right? We know this. We're tired. We're exhausted. We're burnt out. And we're like, God, there's got to be an easier way. And there is. So what if you could allow it to be easy? Write this on a post-it note so that we can be, we can be twins. How can I make this easier? So that's the addiction to effort part. And then the addiction to achievement part is who would I be outside of all of my achievements? Who would I be outside of all of my achievements? Because what's happening is that we are trying to achieve all those things because we want to be that person. Bringing it back to do be have, have do be, be do have. What if we allowed ourselves to be that person now despite not having that achievement yet? One, how much easier and nicer would we be on ourselves and how much faster would we get to our goals working from that state of being instead of from the state of being of like I have to achieve all this so that I can be happy right so who would I be outside of all of my achievements that's really who you're trying to be anyways and you are you have full capacity to be that person without having achieved all the things so for me um, the addiction to achievement, like who would I be outside of all of my achievements? I'd be happy. I would be content. I would be easygoing. I wouldn't be so controlling. 
I would, yeah, those are the things that I would be. And then, so when I did this kind of journaling exercise and I reflected on this, it was like this big wake up call to me to be like, you can be all these things now. Like you don't have to have achieved all of these things in order to feel deserving or worthy of being happy. And that's kind of the big secret to life, right? It's like, how, how do we become happy and present with where we are right now? Even if maybe that's not where we want to be truly, absolutely. So I hope that some of these reflections kind of help you. Um, when, you know, at the retreat, when, when I figured all this out, not really figured it out, but when I just acknowledged it and I was like, wow, I have this addiction to effort and achievement and really just dug under the layers of it. Um, truly what it came down to for me is allowing myself more ease, allowing myself more space and allowing myself more flow. And I like to think that I've done a great job of it. <laughs> My life has, you know, completely shifted in the last year and there's always room for more growth. There's always room for more improvement. So one of the ways, so a couple of ways that I'm uh, integrating this into my life. Um, so I don't know if I've really talked about integrating it. I think I have, but like when you make a really big shift or when you have a really big aha moment of a really great tool and practice is to start to like take it into action and integrate it into your life. So it actually becomes a part of your identity versus just another something that you, you know, have awareness of, like really integrate it, embody it. So one of the ways that I've been able to integrate and embody it is by one, further releasing my expectations to like the outcomes and attachment to things. And instead I am being someone who's delighted by life which like, I would never have said that a year ago. Um, yeah. Well, my, my new thing is like, I'm delighted by life. I am letting life delight me. I'm letting life surprise me with things. And, um, that's been really, really refreshing and really just such a great energy to be in, um, which has obviously like given me these like huge external achievements that I wasn't even looking for. For example, like, all six seats of the mastermind filled. And that was through pure delightment and not for me trying to force or to achieve something. I was like, I'm going to let life bring to me the people who want to be a part of this. Um, this week alone, this is like February 11th. I've in total have 11 new clients starting. So six in the mastermind and five private clients. And uh, that was like pure me not trying to control anything, but just being in the flow, trusting, really trusting that life is always happening for me and that it can be easy. It doesn't have to be hard. So some of the ways that I've allowed it to be easier for me is um, taking things off my plate. Remember how we talked about a couple of weeks ago, like delegating and deleting. I've truly deleted so much, um, that has to do with Instagram and I've fully leaned into repurposing of content and, um, leaning on my team for support. So, um, my team is Eliza and Erica and, and, um, with Eliza, like really leaning on her to support me in the podcast and support me in repurposing content. So I'm not sitting there like racking my brain, forcing myself to create content, forcing myself to be seen on social media. Right. Um, so that has been something that I've been able to release that feels so 
easy. Like it's not hard anymore. Um, compared to last July where we would repurpose content and none of it would get posted because I felt as if it wasn't good enough because I didn't try hard at it. Does that make sense? So I like made all this repurposed content and I didn't post it because in my brain, I was like, it's not good enough because I didn't try hard at it. It's just repurposed. So dumb. So now it's easy. Um, Letting go all of the external achievements that define me has been so healing. And part of that, which actually comes back to like, kitten rescuing, rescuing kittens. Um, there was a moment last year when Henrik looked at me and he was like, you don't have to do more or say yes in order to be worthy. You guys, my husband, he doesn't even read personal development books and he like knows all the right things to say. (laughs) And that was a big aha moment and a wake up call to me to be like, here I am now using this new thing that used to fill me up with so much joy as a method of validation for myself. So I released that. And that has been so healing and so freeing. And then today is a great example of um, really taking off the mask of trying to perform and really trying to be someone for you, you listening and just allowing myself to be who I am and show up as I am. So not having beautiful, perfect show notes with exact action steps of how you can shift, Um, which I did give you some action steps, but they came from just my intuition because I trusted myself enough to just go with the flow on this and that I didn't need to make it perfect. And I didn't need to make it like, you know, X, Y, and Z in order for it to be good enough. Not to say future episodes, I'm not going to do show notes because I love having my show notes, (laughs) but just an example. I put myself, you know, um, like put myself on the hook today and I was like, I'm going to try this out. I'm going to try embodying flow and making things easy and see how that feels. And it feels so good. I feel like this is a really good episode so far. So that's it. I... Yeah, that's, I feel complete with that. Um, If you also have an addiction to effort, if you also have an addiction to achievement and you've got some kind of aha moments on this, um, I'd love to invite you into Evolve, which is our healing collective for the podcast. Um, That's where um, we have a specific channel where we talk about things from the podcast. So come and join us, share your insights. I'd love to hear and see and just get to know you and connect with you outside of these airwaves um, and see you at our next retreat so I can actually see what you look like. That'd be great. So that's it from me this week, you guys. I hope that this was helpful. I hope that this um, was for your highest good. I had the intention of it being for your highest good. So I know that you got what you needed. And for those of you who didn't need it, I hope you just take whatever and let it go. (laughs) I'll see you guys here next week, same time, same place. Don't forget to be your highest self. Bye for now. (laughs) 